Welcome to What's That About? This week we're talking about phone addiction. So put those phones away, unless you're listening to us on the phone. And in that case, don't put it away. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> And I've got a little bit of a problem with this one, DT. Oh, you there? Sorry, let's just uh, check my check my Facebook, man. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne comedy. That is good. I re- I reckon I've got a bit of a an issue. I wouldn't say I've got a phone addiction, and we'll come to the why I don't in, in a minute. Mm. But I downloaded one of those apps that tracks how often you use your phone. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. Those are the numbers you pulling. It's ugly. Really? I'm, I'm probably averaging about two hours on my phone a day, about 50, 50 pickups of the phone. So, 50 times I unlock my screen really? for, t- for two hours of phone usage. So, let's break that down. 50 times a day, and assuming you're not doing it in the middle of the night, you're probably up for... Up at seven. Let's not assume nine, anything. Let's say fourteen hours <laughs> up. Fifty divided by fourteen, which everyone knows, Luke is. Fifty divided by fourteen. <laughs> don't don't mate, don't say mate. the equation again to get more time. That's my trick. Was it like mate, three point something? That's about three and a half. Every three and a half minutes, I'm picking up my phone. No, it's a- <laughs> three and a half times an hour. You're picking up your phone. <laughs> three and a half times. Um, they're pretty. They're pretty ugly numbers. I'm not. I'm not proud of those numbers. Yeah, they're probably on the higher side of everyone in the world. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I read some data that, that said the average person picks it up a hundred times a day, and phone addicts pick it up nine hundred times a day. So compared really? to those numbers, I'm bloody uh, a monk. You're a monk. <laughs> You're a monk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would. You know. To be honest, like I don't think I use. I use the phone. A good amount, I would say. I'd say there's probably is a little bit of an addiction there for me. I'll be man enough to say it, <laughs> and I think you're in the same boat. A little bit, just a yeah, little bit, a little bit. I reckon the bane of every couple's existence in this day and age is the phrase "You're always on your phone." That sentence, you know, what I reckon I, is, because, is dividing couples across the nation. Oh yeah, but it's because it's they're on the phone just as much. It's, 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 it's the yeah. hypocrisy of it that's the issue, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon I could be walking past a burning building and then call triple zero to get the fire brigade to come, and my wife would say, "No, oh, you're always on your phone." Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> I looked at some because I wanted to get a sense of how. Am I using my phone like a lot more than other people or not? I read one study that made me feel a lot better about myself. This study was saying 70% of people check their phone within an hour of waking up. Which I means would. Yes, would you? Absolutely. It's the first thing I do. <laughs> first thing I do. I wake up and automatically roll over and pick up my phone. <laughs> yeah. I'd, well, my alarm's on my phone, but... Yeah, I'd be within a couple of minutes. Who who are the thirty percent who are not looking at it in the first hour? Yeah. That's incredible. The thing is, I do these things that I know it's sad and pathetic, and not it's not a good thing at all. 
Oh no, there's no pride here at all. No. This is this is just a little bit of a disclosure session. Mm, I think so. Another stat: only forty eight percent of people check their phones over the weekend. Over the what? weekend. Well, so that some people are turning their phone off and not touching it again till Monday. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. I think <laughs> this is the equivalent of alcohol, of like an alcoholic's group. They, <laughs> some people. Have less than four drinks a night. It's <laughs> ridiculous. You're not drinking on a Tuesday. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. 56% check their phones before going to bed, which means mm. 44% don't do one last little scroll through the Facebook news feed before going to bed. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? <laughs> but then I read another study that made me feel a lot better. Apparently... 12% of people use their phones in the shower. Yes, I was actually speaking to some people at work about this. They do do it because you can get these sort of, well, some phones are waterproof. Like, what are they doing to their phone in there? It's weird. That's so You ridiculous. can't tell me, for those who still use a bar of soap, you're not mixing the two up a little bit. You're just sort of oh, rubbing I- it under your arm. <laughs> I did see a little pubic hair on your phone the other day. Yeah. <laughs> The, I must admit, one of my biggest moments of phone shame was when I tried to listen to a podcast while I was in the shower by putting the phone on the basin mm. and I couldn't quite hear the podcast. So, instead of waiting till I finished the shower, I just put the shower on a really low level of pressure so I could oh, listen really? to it that with a little drizzle of water. Not so much about your phone, more about the quality of whatever that podcast was. What was it? it it was the placebo episode of this one. It was. <laughs> no, bloody I've good got another episode. one. I've actually got a stat here that 9% of people admit to texting with their phone during sex. <laughs> they're texting. That's really You can't weird. tell me they're not sending like just a smiley face emoticon to one of their mates. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. And even more. And that's for everyone. For 18 to 34-year-olds, it's 20% of people have texted during uh, sex. Wow. That's pretty <laughs> impressive in a way. To be fair, I think this number would be a bit lower if um, you disabled the vibration function of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to do it. <laughs> it can only help in the boudoir. It could only help. <laughs> I reckon I'd probably have time to, to, to shoot off a quick emoji. Oh, well, let's get stuck into some, uh, some cold hard facts here. Luke, tell me about phone addiction. It's probably worth discussing initially that I reckon that the people aren't addicted to the phone. They're addicted to the internet that is on the phone. Yeah. So, all the, the social media and that, all that stuff is what they're addicted to. Because the old Nokia where you could just send a text, take a call and play snakes. Mm. That was a, a very different dynamic. So, it, keep it's in really mind, di- I'm one of the only people in the world with a new Nokia. So, uh, I resent Who? that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> resent the, that. I reckon the biggest problem with the old Nokias wasn't the fact that they couldn't do all the fancy stuff of the new ones. Mm. It's just that when you're using your phone on the toilet, you can hear the buttons being pressed. Oh, yeah. That was, that was <laughs> the biggest problem. Yeah. You're trying to play Snake in silence. That sounds a bit dodgy. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm playing Snake in the toilet. 
Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so it's probably fair to say that most people like you and I are just habitual users of their phone. We don't actually have an addiction. So I like to believe that, yes. I like to believe that. <laughs> if we use the classic definition of addiction where essentially it's a behaviour you're compulsed to do to the point that it really impacts on your life and you, it really starts destroying many aspects of your life. That's a, that's a true addiction. Yeah, okay. So, that's not the case. However, you know how we both listened to a podcast where they were talking about the benefits of having periods where you're bored and not just jumping on your phone. And, yes. Um, and so, I, I don't know if you did, but I actually went without my phone. I only used it for text messaging and phone calls. Mm. I was really disturbed at how often my hand went to my pocket just to try and... You know, yeah. if I'm bored for even a second, if I'm lining up, I just had this impulse to go to my phone and it was really, it was very worrying. I didn't like it. Yeah, completely agree. I did the exact same experiment and the exact same result. The second there's a downtime where I'm not engaged in something, right, right, automatic reaction to go for the phone. Like I've read a study where it says people deprived of their handsets, 20% will suffer increased heart rate and anxiety. If yes. not without the phone. And it's a li- like a really small... Like, I'm not addicted, but there is a small amount of anxiety. Yeah. No, really I did exactly the same yeah. thing. The, I, I, they read that study as well, and I think they showed that light or medium users have a mild kind of anxiety reaction, and then it kind of tapers off. Mm. Heavy users who have that dependence, this escalation curve happens where they can still be really wigging out a fair while afterwards. Yeah. Because I, I found that after about... Maybe after about, you know, an hour or two, I stopped doing all of that looking for my phone stuff. And it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Halfway through the day, I'm like, my head feels a bit clearer. I actually feel a bit more in conversations. (laughs) I'm paying attention better. I'm not distracted. What are you laughing at? (laughs) Sounds a bit extreme. (laughs) Yeah, it feels better. (laughs) I did. My my head felt less cluttered. I don't know. Yeah, right. The, The stats, they say the stats... And this is, this is where science is not being useful. They say prevalence rates range from 0% to 38%. Yeah, nice. Thanks for that. Thanks, science. <laughs> Thanks, science, for a really specific amount of uh, <laughs> data. That is rubbery. Yeah, yeah. I think from other stuff I've read, I reckon the, the, the true prevalence seems to be closer to 5% or maybe 10%, depending on your definition. Mm. But so most people aren't addicted to it, but we just check it a bloody lot. Yeah, and I think it's probably just more just how things are. Like, the whole fear of being without a phone is called nomophobia. And um, basically, people are saying now, people are saying, let's not lose our developmental perspective and, you know, realise people aren't really... The world isn't coming to an end because everyone's addicted to their phones because everyone said exactly the same thing about TV. Apparently, some people were saying TV was going to be the end of our civilization. Yeah, I reckon that's right. And I reckon it's almost like a pendulum that happens when we get exposed to new things. Like, you, it swings to overuse and then humans will, you know, adjust and adapt and will swing back to a functional level of use. It's just the novelty of it. Mm. That's how all these things tend to play out. But the other thing I reckon people downplay is we talk about the internet and the online world as though it's evil. And there's a comedian that made this point in a funny way on the weekend, but we forget that the real world can be pretty awful as well. Like, we're not as though it's, it's 
one's good and one's bad. They both got pros and cons. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. So, in terms of what is compelling us to so constantly and regularly check our phone, there's really pretty good consensus around why this happens, which is pretty rare for this episode. <laughs> uh, for this uh, for this uh, podcast, yeah. usually it's ah, we don't really quite know. There's a few factors. Yeah. So the main thing that seems to be going on here with phone phone use and phone addiction is that the internet fires up our brain reward pathways to release dopamine. That's like the reward pleasure seeking um, neurotransmitter. So when we go on our phone, it's like we're playing a kind of a, a poker slot machine that we don't know what's going to be there, what we're going to learn, how we're going to be validated, who we're going to be able to connect with. And that anticipation releases a bit of dopamine. And then when we get the payoff, we get a bit of a surge of it. So it's almost like we're, we're addicted to that dopamine payoff is, is how phone addiction happens. So every time we check our phone, it's almost like you're at the slot machine pulling that lever and seeing what comes up. That's right. So, there'll be sometimes you go to Facebook and you'll get no notifications, no likes, no whatever. I thought all the time and that happened. <laughs> the, so, that is almost like when you don't win anything on a slot machine. And then one time you go on and you get someone liking your post or, or whatever, that's kind of that little buzz you get. So, it's the, the promise of that reward that keeps us going back. And they reckon there are three main types of reward. The first is what they call the reward of the hunt which is just the reward of learning new stuff. So, when you go online, you never know what article you're going to come across or what podcast you're going to listen to that's going to mm. give you a bit of that dopamine rush. Second one is what they call reward of the self, that sense of just being validated by the people, usually through social media. And the third is what they call reward of the tribe, where that, that sense of being belonging to a, a group gives us that good dopamine feeling. So, they're the three main types of things we're chasing when we're online. So... That's that's essentially it. It's it's almost a biological thing that's driving our phone use. Yeah, right. Another thing is uh, cell phone vibration syndrome. Have you looked into that? Is this that that f- the phantom vibration that you get on the leg of your your pants when you think you've got a message and you you aren't actually carrying your phone? Yes. Yeah, I did actually come across this, and they're pretty much like most things. They don't really know what causes it, but there's one theory that when you're anticipating a phone call or a text message, which is pretty much all of us all of the time, mm. our cerebral cortex misinterprets, mis- misinterprets other sensory information, such as the pressure of your pants on your leg or a muscle contraction, as the phone vibrating or ringtone. So, it's almost as though it's, it's like a cross-wiring that happens when you're anticipating a message or a call in your own brain. The, there are some lots of there are some lots of um, interesting studies where they look at so the way when parents use their phone around their kids, and there's a great campaign they did in China where they had families in different settings with a giant mobile phone between the parent and the child to kind of symbolise that you're not really connecting with your kids when you're on your phone, which is yeah, it's quite quite good. You see it quite a lot, you know. If you're at a restaurant, I saw we were out having breakfast or something. There's mm. a family. The dad was on the phone, the mum was on the phone, and the two kids are on iPads or something. It's a bad look. And we don't... Yeah, we make a point of not doing that, but I can understand how it's easy to fall into that trap. The, there's a really interesting study. I'm going to say top seven studies of the year. Really? Top seven. And 
it was look they researchers went to a fast food restaurant and they observed parents and their children and they noted that parents who were on their phone their chi- their kids were behaving more disruptively and then when they had to kind of intervene with their kids behavior those parents acted more aggressively and, and with more hostility because they'd been interrupted in their phone use. Mm. So, it, you can kind of see this this little cycle that can develop with parents and kids and, and the way the phone is playing into that, which is not great. Yeah, right. It's interesting. So, uh, I, I think that's about it. Phone addiction. We're both a little bit addicted, but it's cute. So, it's okay. <laughs> it's cute when we do it. <laughs> it's cute when we do it like that, so no problems. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. All right, catch ya. Thank you.